Hey folks, this is Glenn Man, and welcome to an all new episode of Glenn is Talking, Man from New York Podcast. So, what's going on in the world? Here's a story that took place here in New York this week, which, uh, first I heard of it when my sister sent me, like, a link to the story, and I'm like, is this real? There was a man here in New York City in Queens who was, the cops were trying to, the police were trying to arrest him, and he... Climbed, he climbed up to in a, in a tree and he stayed there for about 48 hours he was in the tree and apparently he, he had threatened a, a family member and the cops were called and he you know managed to get up to the street I guess to a window and he stayed there for 48 hours the cops were I guess they were afraid or how to get him down without hurting themselves or hurting him and he just stayed there and it was like what is going on like is this one of those crazy stories and then i saw not something else on social media recently a couple hours ago there's just a guy walking around looking slightly deranged around 34th street and penn station which happens to have a lot of people walking around slightly deranged and he's just carrying a baseball bat i'm sure he's not gonna do anything wrong i'm sure he's not gonna cause any trouble i'm sure he's not gonna hurt anyone and yeah, uh, yeah, things are things are crazy. Uh, whatever you turn the news on, uh, then there's a story. Uh, I'm forgetting the detail. Was a woman arrested? She was boiling bear urine or something. To not everyone knows bear urine supposed to be consumed room temperature. That's what all the experts say, right? I, I have no idea. I didn't make that up. But yeah, that was another story. So I guess the biggest news this week was. Well, in Washington, D.C., there was a bill to avert a, you know, United States defaulting on its debt, a short-term deal. And I mentioned that before in another podcast, how this dumb the whole debt ceiling thing is, and sort of the back and forth, and, uh, it's really, and you know, that's, so that was a big, that was a big story politics-wise, I think, this week. Um, entertainment news, I guess the biggest thing was Dave Chappelle. Who has a new comedy special on Netflix? Uh, a lot of content dealing with the transgender community, which did not uh, take well uh, to his uh, comedy or his commentary, whatever you want to call it. And there's been lots of pushback against the pushback and talks about cancel culture. So I'm not going to specifically address the content of the comedy special because I have not watched it and I probably won't watch it. And I don't watch a lot of comedy stand-up specials anymore, like for quite a while. Which is most people talking to me might be surprised because uh, I consider my I used myself like a huge comedy fan uh, as far as stand-up comedy specials and, and just uh, you know I, I've done it's been years, but I I, I tried stand-up, uh, did some few open mics and did a couple other things and stuff. So, but I just, stand-up comedy specials don't do anything for me anymore. Maybe it's my attention span, but even just the idea of just watching someone on the stage for like an hour or 90 minutes just talk uh, is not that appealing to me anymore. And there's a part of me, and this might sound sort of like uh, crazy, I kind of think stand-up comedy needs to evolve as, as as an art form. 
uh, remember stand comedy sort of gets sort of gets its start like in the uh, you know say the vaudeville era you know uh, like the you show but there was music and comedy and other sort of performances and monologues and all kinds of crazy things and stand-up comedy kind of evolved from that into something of its own and so stand-up comedy now we kind of had this version of it uh for quite some time right you is it i'm gonna say you know 60 years or more maybe longer maybe shorter but We've had decades of this almost similar format. So this is my personal taste and opinion. It has nothing to do with anyone's content. I just think that the, 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 it needs to evolve. Or at least or at least not evolve. Maybe uh, it's just not for me. So, but yeah. So this is how I talk about cancel culture. And I mentioned, I did, the, I did the episode, I think, last year. About, or early this year. About cancel culture and how... Uh, I think there's gaslighting on both sides, and I mentioned that in the other episode, and I saw it repeated here in case you didn't hear it. So there's people who say cancel culture is like the worst thing in the world, right? It's like destroying society. Then there's people who say cancel culture doesn't really exist, because no one that really gets canceled. And I kind of think both of these things are people being a little bit disingenuous. Uh, I think cancel culture does exist, meaning... Uh, Sometimes there's sort of this frenzy and this fear to have someone fired or have someone removed from a position or for there to be some penalty sometimes for an unpopular opinion or stand. So I think cancel culture does exist, but it's also not the worst thing in the world because in many ways, that's a lot of times people talk about the marketplace. And a lot of times in the marketplace of ideas and and other things and products yeah people have a right to say you know what we don't like that and we don't you know and 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 if that's what you choose to represent your brand your company whatever you produce then we're not going to support you anymore and people have the right to say that and do that people have the right to feel how they feel so when we kind of just say no you should not you know we talk about freedom of speech which uh so often gets that argument gets uh sort of abused and used because when we talk about the First Amendment, we're talking about the government's right to restrict you. We're not talking about, you know, your job or anything. Now, there's the spirit of the idea that, yeah, free sort of discourse and people should be able to say things and have conversations. Uh, but, you know, you can say what you want, but also you got to realize that people who hear what you say also have the right to say what they want. And sometimes they say they don't want to hear you anymore. So that's the whole part of that thing. So to me, the, the and it, I've seen this a lot with a lot of comedians, uh, Bill Myers, a lot of people who sort of rail against cancel culture because they feel like people are too sensitive and people are too quick. And sometimes I think people are too sensitive. Sometimes I think people, people are too quick to want to see someone punished just because they said something that was unpopular but there's a difference between saying something that is unpopular and saying something that is hurtful or can contribute to uh sort of demeaning someone's humanity to me there's a there's a difference between that and for some reason you know like i said i don't think it's funny when people are i don't think it's good comedy for anyone to complain that they can't do comedy at this point, yeah, that's not really comedy. If you're just complaining that you can't say whatever you want to say, 
anymore. Well, I mean, culture changes, society changes, people change. And there are things that people say or do year, 10 years ago, you can't say now. People say 50 years ago. Things, there's things you can say maybe last year, you can't say now. That's the way society works. And I think people adapt or you don't adapt, you just roll with it. But I don't think complaining about you know, oh no, they're trying to cancel me. Because let's be honest, especially in the social media age, but it just isn't just social media. It's, you know, culture in general. People who willingly say things that are, they know will be considered provocative, that they know will get attention and not in a good way. People willingly say things that are provocative and then act surprised when people act provoked. When people say, wait a second, you can't say that. Or why, why are you saying that? I don't like what you're saying. And this sort of, you know, I don't know, this fake ignorance or this, this charade, charade, whatever you want to call it, where people pretend like they're surprised that people are pushing back. It, it has to stop. And like, like this whole thing with this Chappelle thing, and I will say I, didn't, I haven't watched it, probably will not watch it, but he's not surprised. In fact, he I'm sure he would be disappointed if he did this special and if people didn't say anything. If people had ignored what he said and hadn't said nothing, he would probably be disappointed. Because he'd be like, hey, I said something provocative. I said something that was controversial. He would be disappointed. But people are upset and, you know, People in different communities, especially dealing with communities that have been historically marginalized, that are dealing with issues, and even not, people just have the right. People have the right to say, you know what, I don't like what you're saying. I think you suck. That They have just the right to say that. You have a right to go on stage and grab a microphone and tell a joke. Uh, that's the way this works. So we can't, you know, you, you have this thing with people pointing at each other saying, no, you're the snowflake. No, you're the snowflake. Maybe it's just one big blizzard. How about that? Maybe everyone's too sensitive and maybe everyone needs to take a step back. Maybe everyone has a right to be too sensitive, right? Maybe people have a right to say, hey, you know what? That's that's up to them. They're not morally or legally obligated to be, uh, you know, insensitive to your own issues. And if you're going to play natural rain, then you, you play natural rain. But I don't think you can. I don't think you can complain. You know, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think you can throw Molotov cocktails, and then be like, oh, and get mad when people blame you for setting a fire. Like it's you know, this is sort of a lot of disingenuous behavior at the center of these controversies, where people are looking. People are you know, people people are provoking these reactions. And then they use the reactions to say, see, people, they're trying to cancel me. They're trying to get rid of me. But you want that attention because you know that, okay, there's a chance you might get canceled. Maybe you'll lose some type of deal. Maybe you'll lose a show. Or maybe you won't. Or maybe you'll just shift to some other platform or monetize it that way. Maybe you'll, you know, you'll start your own streaming thing or your website. Maybe you'll move to Substack or do something. You're, you know, so... This has become sort of a gimmick, uh, the whole idea of being canceled. 
And yes, there are people who, and, and, and let's be fair, there are people who sort of feign insult simply because they know it's going to get attention. It's going to build clout. It's going to, it's going to, you know, build cred with some particular audience if they come out and say, I'm against this. Even if they don't really particularly care that much about it or have that much knowledge about it. But they know they can get attention. They know they, it may, and attention may bring opportunity and opportunities may bring cash and money and something else. So there's this is, this is a lot of uh, theater that takes place that, you know, underneath the surface that I think you should pay more attention to. And like I said before, I think comedians and, and other social commentators, yeah, if you're gonna, if you're gonna make, if you're gonna voice opinions on hot topics, you, you gotta expect some heat. You, you know, you can't really complain and say, oh no, look here, you know, why are they trying to cancel me? This is wrong, this is unfair, this is un-American, this is against the First Amendment. And and also, I think on the other side, yeah, people are going to voice opinions that you don't like. And there's a difference between someone voicing an opinion that you don't like and that is, let's say, unpopular, and someone expressing an opinion that can, can be considered dangerous in a way. And by dangerous, I mean you are contributing to a hostile atmosphere and environment. And, and you, when you deal with people who are marginalized, we're talking about violence, and we're talking about exploitation, and we're talking about, yes, death sometimes. So you have to, there has to be some responsibility uh, here uh, when dealing with, you know, sensitive issues. And look, I didn't even, I, I didn't even intend to really get into this this much. I just was going to sort of do like a brief minute uh, about this and move on to something else. But hey, I felt compelled. Uh, to talk about that, but I think you know, let's let's kind of get it together, right? You know, it's, uh, I I don't know if we can. Society is let's say society is in a very fragile place right now. That doesn't mean society hasn't been in fragile places before, but it seems uniquely fragile at this point because. Uh, we have people living in alternate realities of their own making or either that they just, you know, someone else has conjured and they decided to, to step into that. And how do you, how does the country hold, how does society hold when you have this sort of, this sort of different worlds that people are living in? Where you, you know, how can you agree on facts when people uh, don't even know what a fact is anymore? So that, I mean, that's that's where we're at right now. So I think, you know, you, we if, if we can only be a guy that's sitting in a tree for about forty-eight hours, uh, you know, could could we all be so simple then, or maybe not. So, on that note, uh, thank you for listening. Find me on social media. You find me in the, the podcast notes in, in opening. Uh, if you want to Venmo me, if you want to. Uh, buy me a cup of coffee and a donut or two donuts and a cup of coffee or if you just want me encourage me to shut up you can Venmo me at man glenn man with two ends glenn with two ends you can find that also in the podcast notes thank you for listening take care of yourself